Welcome to the Museum of Everything. Please feel free to wander around our many galleries and experience the history of everything. Children are welcome, but please keep them in the bags provided. <laughs> Everything. Okay, cheers and thanks and cheers. Okay, cheers, thanks, cheers, cheers. Thanks, cheers. Um, well, I hope you've been enjoying your visit with us here today. Later on, you'll be able to visit our gift shop. <laughs> and while in the gift shop. You will, of course, be able to buy a range of items, such as novelty pencil sharpeners, leather bookmarks, fudge in the shape of Jane Austen, <laughs> and, of course, souvenir spoons. If you're mental. <laughs> now, if you do buy a souvenir spoon, remember, they are purely a collector's item. Do not use them to stir any hot beverage. <laughs> the chemical reaction is instantaneous. You, you will, will not get clear. <laughs> So, just to recap, the souvenir spoons are ornamental and for the mental. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, the curator has asked us to strap, strap you on to this audiovisual ride. An audiovisual ride which has been rather expensive to install. Some would say it's taking food out of the mouths of guides' children. Not us. At least not while we're wearing these uniforms. Come 5.30, maroon jumper comes off, our time's our own. We speak as we find. <laughs> so if you're all strapped on, please keep your hands inside the car at all times. Or you may find your hands permanently outside the car as they are torn, torn off. <laughs> that may seem harsh, but rules are rules. <laughs> As the ride begins, you may feel a small jolt of excitement. But don't worry, this, this will not last. <laughs> so I'll just press the button and we can all start having some educational fun. of legends and baskets. <laughs> so come with me now as I part the mists of time and we journey through 2,000 years of history. This is the story of Wicker. <laughs> it is Roman times and Britain falls beneath the might of the legions. The invaders bring with them Aqueducts, straight roads, and many things of beauty. Oi, Roman. Yes, Kelt? What's that thing you got there? It's wicker, Kelt. <laughs> oh, isn't it lovely? 
And thus began man's love of wicker. <laughs> It is France, 1789, the court of Louis XVI, famed for its gentility and refinement. Qu'est-ce que c'est là? C'est la wicker, Monsieur Lecoq. <laughs> but then came the horrors of the French Revolution. Qu'est-ce que c'est là, citizen? C'est la wicker, aristocratic dog. <laughs> Zut alors, ma tête. It is 1939. Germany invades Poland and war sweeps the gold. The Rocket Vulcan Schachterhausen Meinertsegern. Vicar. But on the home front, England never gives up hope. Wicker on the beaches. Wicker on the airfields. We will never, never surrender our wicker. We won that war, thanks to wicker. And Britain in the 1950s was free to choose from an ever-increasing range of affordable domestic wicker, thanks to modern manufacturing processes. Hey, Daddy-o, I really dig that heck cool basket vibe you're jiving on. What is it? It's wicker, beatnik. Groovy. Do you want to come to the coffee bar? No, get off me. So, we have seen the past, but what of the present? Let us look at the role of wicker today with the wicker wrap. It's wicker, wicker, wah, wah. <laughs> It's wicker, it's wicker, it's wicker, fool. Wicker's tough and wicker's cool. If you have a question, yo, just ask it. You'll find the answer in this wicker basket. <laughs> and thus has wicker always brought us happiness and baskets. This is a reminder to visitors that flash photography and looting are not permitted. Which was left to the estate by the late Marquess of Horsham, along with 20 hair-coursing dogs, a clay merkin rack, and a virulent strain of syphilis, which remains in the family to this day. Now this is the please don't touch those... The house may be open to the public, but it is still a private home. I don't know what you do in Tokyo, but I'm afraid here it's no touchy-touchy. Thank you. <laughs> now, here you can see the Rubens, which Henry VIII famously shat on. You can <laughs> still see some detailing there. And over here is the room where legend has it that Lady Jane Grey was sodomized by a furious Lord Darnley after a misunderstanding over a posset and a blister pipe. Please don't leave fingerprints on the woodwork. Now, many of you who know Bagshot Grange will, of course, know that the fourth Earl actually extended the house by putting two new wings on it. He was, of course, unable to make it fly <laughs> and later died of frustration and madness. Now, following me into the library, many of these objects hold a great deal of sentimental attachment for me personally. In this cupboard, I can show you one that doesn't. 
Hello? It's my husband, Jeffrey. <laughs> and his bloody wheelchair. <laughs> Say hello, Jeffrey. Hello, Jeffrey. Dignity, Jeffrey, dignity. Have you made toilet? Not yet, dear, no. Jeffrey, incidentally, ladies and gentlemen, is the reason you are all allowed into my home today. No, it's not a good thing. You see, the house has been handed down through my family quite happily for the past 600 years. That is until Jeffrey here decided to invest us in Lloyd's Underwriters, from which we did very nicely for a time, hence the 32-ton bronze giraffe you may have noticed in the driveway. I'm afraid they've taken it, dear. Oh, bloody bailiffs. Uh, cheer up, old thing. At least we've got each other. Do you know, Geoffrey, for a useless degenerate cripple, you really can be very cruel. <laughs> now, it was during the 1990s that our fortunes with Lloyd's began to take a turn for the worse, didn't they, Geoffrey? Yes, turn for the worse. Now, this is due, and I'm not afraid to say this, despite modern political correctness and Tony Blair's extreme left-wing socialist dictatorship under which we are forced to live. <laughs> no, this was due to foreigners. Now, it seems... <laughs> It seems that we were liable for a number of cruise ships to be built by foreigners. Now, anyone who knows anything will tell you that foreigners' hands are far too small for shipbuilding. And as a result of their incompetent trotter-like stumps, we became liable for a really vast sum of money and were forced to open the house to avoid losing it to creditors, which is wonderful, of course, because... Put that down! That ceramic head is worth more than your house, car and children combined. I may be reduced to little more than a custodial usher in my own home, but if you touch that again, I shall hurl Geoffrey at you. Bloody cow. Geoffrey, these people are guests in our home, and I simply won't have you calling them cows. I was calling you a bloody cow, you bloody cow. Right, back in the cupboard for you. Yes, dear. Any chance of putting the light on? Nope, we're on a budget. Quite right. In the dark for Geoffrey. Mm. You know, he used to be in one of those self-propelled wheelchairs, but it didn't really work out. Too much freedom. Following me! Now then, let's have a look at these. What's that, Daddy? Uh, that's a milking stool. And what's that? It's a plough. Oh, you're so clever, Daddy. And what's that? Well, that's a good question. It's, uh... Um... Okay, you can do this. It's fine. Just read the label. <laughs> well, obviously, it's a... Oh, no. There's no label. <laughs> what is it? Oh, think, think, you idiot. He's looking at you. Oh, why didn't you concentrate more in school, you spanner? You do know, don't you, Daddy? Of course, I was just waiting to see if you knew. No, I don't. I'm only six. He's right. You're supposed to know this. Look at his little face. All those hopes and dreams. You can't let him down. Okay. Get a grip. Uh, let's be logical about this. Whatever it is, it's quite long. It's quite long, isn't it? Yes. And it looks heavy. And it looks heavy. Yes. Colour, colour, talk about the colour. And it's a colour. Yes, but what is it? Well, I'm trying to think. Do you need to think about what it is? No, no. Come on, just say something, anything. He won't know the difference. It's an anvil. 
Try an anvil. I can't say that. What? Nothing. <laughs> Just say it. Say an anvil. No. Daddy, are you all right? You're sweating. Anvil, 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 anvil. It's an anvil. Come on, you. Oh, it's got feathers. Plenty to see. Oh, look, some labels. Thank goodness. <laughs> hey, kids, who wants to go to Disneyland Paris? No. Who wants to go to Alton Towers? Alton Towers is minging. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go to Badgerland? Yay! There's millions of badgers all under one roof. It's called Badgerland, Badgerland, Badgerland. If it's aggressive, unhygienic, tuberculosis-ridden vermin you want, then come to Badgerland. We've got the stripy beggars coming out of our ears. Don't let the kids badger you. Badger them! A Badgerland, just off the M3 between Wooten Bassett and Courtney Cox Arquette. Touch badgers. <laughs> Love badgers. Badgerland. Oh, touch my badger. The gallery tea room is open for the sale of teas, coffees, hot chocolates, and stale cake. Well, look at that. You like dinosaurs, don't you? Yeah! Which one is the best dinosaur, Daddy? It's all right. It's okay. It's a simple judgment call. There's no right or wrong. T-Rex. Why? No, always with the whys. Why, why, why? Um, biggest teeth. Oh, how fast could a T-Rex run? Hang on, I know that one. Faster than a cheetah. Get in, you beauty. How tall were they? Four stories. Who's the daddy? I'm the daddy. <laughs> Ask me another. Um, it says these ones are omnivorous. Omni, uh, omnivorous? What does that mean? Oh, no. It was all going so well. Omnivorous, right. He doesn't know. Look at his face. He seemed so confident earlier, but he's floundering. It's, um, it's, um, um... Come on, Father. Please don't disappoint me. Think about it. Omni, from the Latin for all. <laughs> Well, it's, um, it's to do with... Father, I see you now for the weak, fallible human being you are. In years to come, when I write my novel, I will return to this moment of realisation. Daddy? Yes? It wasn't an anvil, was it? No. I don't mind, you know. It's just it did have feathers. And a beak. <laughs> I tell you, this is a bad day for Parliament. For if the King should reach Oxford with his forces, then shall Master Cromwell be brought to battle greatly weakened. And man news up for the double. Oh. <laughs> Can you stop spoiling it? Sorry, I'm new. This is my first sealed knot fighty thing. <laughs> I was just trying to make small talk. Well, you've, you've got to do it in context, haven't you? You know what Master Proctor's like? I know not what the talk of, young master. Is this some fresh papist plot? You see, you've set him right off now. Sorry. So, uh, what do you do? 
I have the honour of trailing musket in Sir Colin Fairfax's regiment of foot. Hmm. And in ye real life? I doth design websites. <laughs> and, uh, Master Proctor, what is it death that doth employeth thee? I serve my lord in the pushing of pike. Well, you sell fish. No, no. Oh, the pike, yeah. And what earth shall thee go back to once this terrible war is endeth? You know, like after the bank holiday. I shall lay aside my musket and turn my sword to plowshares. He's branch manager for Dulcis. Area manager. Sorry. Area manager. Thank you. Crikey, almost time for the battle. What devil's bracelet be that upon thy wrist? Sir Cassio Divers watch good for up to 200 metres depth, I understand. Oh, Keith, it's hardly historically accurate. Uh, sorry, I thought it'd be useful to time the cavalry charge. Forgot to take it off. Is there someone looking after valuables? Give it to the quartermaster. And where's he? <coughs> oh, where beeth heeth? <laughs> the quartermaster be yonder. See, the cavalier. What, the fellow on the horse? No, the red car, the boxer cavalier. Oh. <laughs> right. Backeth in ye second. Anyone want anything from the beer tent? Aye. A pot of ale to drink Parliament's health would wash the dust of the trail from my mouth. And I shall drink to a free England and a dead king. Right, two pints of Stella and a watermelon breezer. Back in a moment. <laughs> so, uh, Master Proctor, how goes it with thee? Brenda hath taken the kids. <laughs> right. Is this part of your backstory? No, she really hath left me. <laughs> Gone to her mother's. Oh, sorry. Sorry, off. <laughs> Back again. Sorry, they'd uh, run out of pewter tankards, so it's plastic glasses. Not very authentic. What devilment be this about thy ears? Oh, Keith, are you listening to a walkman? It's all right, it's the levelers. <laughs> Put it away. You're upsetting Master Proctor. Yeah. No, sorry, sorry. So, uh, what's it like to go into battle then? I mean, is it a laugh? War is a wicked mistress, Master Keith. To see the face of a man impaled upon thy pike. Yeah, it doesn't actually happen, though, does it? Well, actually, there was an accident last time. Uh, Master Proctor is currently under investigation. By the king! Well, by the safety committee. Yeah. And the police. Yeah. Oh, Keith! It's not me! Um, I fear that beeth me. Hello? Brenda. It beeth not a good time. I'm fighting the king. Yes, again. Uh, be it like that, then. It, it was Cromwell. Right, time for that. Right. Right, that is us. Come on, Owen Master Keith. A word of warning. Keep a wary eye upon the musketeers with the red sash. Why? They're city analysts. Bunch of tossers. Death to the king! This is a staff announcement. Will the woman who does the announcements please... Oh, that's for me. <laughs> and that is an 1803 India pattern brown best musket. Wow! You're really clever, Daddy. Liking those labels were good to go. Daddy, what sort of guns did Napoleon's team have? Oh, Lord, you don't know this one. There's no labels to help. Quick, 
Cut him off. Do you need to go to the loo? No. Are you sure? Um. Good. I'll just go and find out where they are. Excuse me? Yes, sir. Uh, could you tell me where the toilets are? Toilets, certainly, sir. Come on. You should know this, George. You've worked here 14 years. You must have been for a pee. Where did you go? Just over there, sir. That's a mummy's sarcophagus. Oh, well done, Daddy. That's right. Mummies or daddies. It's unisex. Glad to be an officer. Now, quick as you like, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are about to reach the final and most horrific part of the museum. But before the gift shop... You must pass through... The, the Chamber, Chamber of Horrors! I warn you, it is quite frightening. <laughs> so those of you with a nervous disposition... Watch out! We always do that. Bit of a laugh. Except that one time. In you go. Mind the fog. <laughs> it's a real sea pooper. <laughs> Big Ben striking 12. You don't mind us leaving you here in this creepy alleyway in the dark, do you? I hope you don't get raped or murdered. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. London, 1888. Whitechapel. <laughs> extra, extra, read a whole about it. Horrible murder in Holder, London. Get your knives here. Big sharp knives for sale. Surgical instruments. Capes. Suspicious looking top hats. Ideal for sneaking about in. Who will buy this wonderful morning? I'm so high, I swear I could fly. Hello, darling. Fancy a knee trembler? <laughs> oh, hello. Welcome to Victorian London. Or as we Victorians call it, London. <laughs> Watch your step. It ain't safe round here anymore. Haven't you heard about them grisly murders? Or perhaps in your app. And that's why you're here, you filthy beasts. Well, keep your mince pies peeled and look out for clues. Because in the next five minutes, we are going to solve the mystery of Jack the Whipper. The management reserve the right not to solve the mystery. <laughs> um, papa, um, papa, that's how it goes. Well, who's this? If it ain't Mary Ann Nichols. Watch out. <laughs> oh, hello, boys and girls, dads and mums. My name's Mary. I'm a streetwalker. That's an old-fashioned word for prostitute. <laughs> Life is hard for such as I. There ain't no telephone boxes or newsagents' windows what to advertise in, in Victorian <laughs> London. I have to do me business up against a wall in a alley. You will warn me if anyone tries to cut me guts out, won't you? <laughs> Here! What was that? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> So, there you go. The first victim of Jack the Whipper. 
Jackie boy cut her up good and proper. Were we nasty? Were we, were we nasty? <laughs> so do keep your eyes open, boys and girls. Remember, if someone had kept their eyes open back in 1888, Mary might still be alive today. <laughs> were we old? Were we, were we old? Don't dwaddle at the back there. You never know who might be hanging around. <laughs> I'm your private dancer, a dancer for... Prostitute, Matthew Kelly. <laughs> it's Mary Kelly, isn't it? Sorry, Mary Kelly. Mary Kelly. So, Mary, I hear you've seen Jack the Whipper. What does he look like? <clears throat> I'll never forget him, Thor. For he was tall, with a top hat and a long, dark crook. But his face, Mary... <laughs> Did you recognise his face? Ah, to be sure, sir. For Jack the Ripper is... <laughs> oh, be Jesus, my God. <laughs> oh, he's too quick for us, ladies and gents. Jackie Boy has gone again into the Whitechapel night. His identity has remained a mystery for over a hundred years. Until now, it's time to examine the Whipper suspects. Could it have been Witty Gay, Oscar Wilde? Grumpy Monarch, Queen Victoria? Well-known drug addict, Sherlock Holmes? Or Fagin from Oliver? Bill, I never touched the bill. Dodger, come here. No. We may never know the truth. Please, oh boys and girls, mums and dads, rescue me from the whipper. <laughs> oh, holy guts. Who are you? Tell us, damn you, who you are. I am Merlin. Since the dawn of time, I have dreamed of killing prostitutes. (laughs) The museum's closing now, so hurry up and don't forget to visit the gift shop. (laughs) Or I'll kill you, too. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye! That was the Museum of Everything, written and performed by Marcus Brigstock, Danny Robbins and Dan Tetzel with Lucy Montgomery. Original music by Dominic Haslam and Ben Walker. The producer was Alex Walsh-Taylor. Will a cleaner please go to the Our Nuclear World exhibit where there has been a spillage? (laughs) 